Hey, what's good, Divine Gang Gang? I'm super, 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 super stupid excited about doing this one. It is going to be two parts. Um, I did the notes on it, so I already kind of know what's coming, but it's always different when I'm in the flow. Um, the first one is going to be provocative, just playing with the Divine Feminines and Divine Masculines. But you're definitely I'm gonna split it up in two. So this one's gonna be part one, but part two is more so, I think, for the divine masculines. Um, divine feminines, you're gonna be more than welcome to listen to it. And I think it's gonna be longer on the second one. Okay. So let's get into it. You probably saw by the title, it's gonna say something along the lines of if he asks you um what you bring to the table, air hustle him, sis air hustle tf out of him like um or something along the lines of air hustle him if he asks you what you bring to the table now i will go ahead and say this disclaimer here i'm not telling you to hustle hustle him please don't <laughs> that's why i said air hustle him like just tell him everything he wants to say like for real but then to me um the last podcast that i did talking about this topic um i had done three segments and um, the third one, I didn't upload it. Be um, I had It was my birthday and I was starting to get like calls and people checking in on me and a lot of stuff going in the background. And I recorded through it, but I, I just, I was like, I'm not uploading this. It's just too much going on. So, but in that one, I was joking because um, at the, in that last segment, I was like, if it was me, to me, that's already a turnoff. So when I'm telling you to air hustle him, it's like, if he asks you this on a date, just go ahead, finish your food, pay for, for me, I would just pay for my own food at that point, because at this point, you're looking for a partnership or a builder Bob, and I'm not the one. And I don't feel like you have the emotional intelligence to even deal with me or understand what my womanhood brings to the table. Um, and I'm going to be getting into that, into the second part of this. You're going to want to listen to it from this perspective. But when I'm saying air hustle him, just tell him what he wants to hear. But, you know, you end the day and you just go back your day, block and delete and keep it pushing, right? But um, so my whole thing with, with I feel like, and I'm starting to be more, uh, stand my ground on this. At this point, a guy that asks you what you bring to the table for real, legit, is just lazy. Is a lazy bum for real, and I'm going to get into that more into the second part of this pod podcast, but it, it really comes down to you don't know what you want, and I'm going to give you a really great illustration on this that's really going to drive the point home. If, if a guy is already... and um. I'm taking into consideration to the setting because to make it even worse, if, and you're going to understand, like I said, just, I'm not going to repeat it again, but when you hear everything I have to say, you're going to, going to understand why I'm even saying this stuff. But it's one thing if he asks you on a date and you're sitting there and you order your food and then he asks you that versus, you know, asking you without even, um, taking you on a date or anything like I feel like that's even worse like at that point you're just really lazy and you don't understand yourself and your masculinity um let alone to be inviting someone to your table oh man it's just crazy so then it says here um I put here you don't even know what you what you invited to the table you know um I think when you start to to ascend and be a boss 
um, or if you've ever been in charge of things, it comes to a point in time where you're looking for, you know, networking opportunities. And so you're reaching out to other organizations, other companies, other charities. Um, you're inviting like uh, my job to when we would have Christmas parties, we made sure that all the VPs were invited and um, all of the different, you know, like all of the high class people. And so here it is. It's like, it's supposed to be a one-on-one. -on -one. You're looking for, you know, who, who you invite to the table really determines. There's a, there's a quote about that. Oh, but there's something that talks about like who you invite to the table really says a lot about you. And this is one of those. You don't even know what you're inviting to the table. I'm going to get into that. Um, I put here, I was like, a lot of you men are legit asking a girl that just wants a red lobster meal to the table. You are legit asking, and it, the type of woman that you're actually trying to avoid, you're legit asking her to, to the table. There are, I'm not saying that there aren't women out there that will hustle you for a red lobster meal. But the funny thing is you invited her to the table and then now you're mad. And the, the thing that I put here on the notes is I'm pretty sure you guys, I am positive that a girl that's going to hustle you for a, um, a red lobster meal, I'm pretty sure coming from a girl's perspective, she has a look, she moves a certain way but you didn't know how to detect it. And now you're big mad because this girl legit accepted your invitation to go to Red Lobster, ate her $20 meal, and now you ain't never heard from her again. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she has a look. You're going to be able to tell by the way she carries herself, the way she talks, the way she engages with you. And, and, um, I know one of like the best dates that I ever had, it was with the, um, it was with this one guy that I keep referring to, but he, um, he took me to this town. Like I had never seen it before, but it was like the, the city was popping. It had everything. Like the nightlife was amazing, but he sat there and he was like, well, um, these are the best restaurants here. Which one do you want? They have this one, this one. He told me like five. And he told me like all the different like genres of food and the atmosphere, which was a fun experience. Just hearing him describe each one already as it was, which now as I'm thinking about it, that means he probably <laughs> dated a lot of different people besides that. But so if you already are going to ask her where you want, where she wants to go. And she tells you Red Rob Lobster. Now, if that's how you get down, then that's how you get down. But understand, understand, overstand what it is you're dealing with. Because one of the things I was saying in the um, previous podcast talking about this is there, you're hustling yourself into a situation. You're, you're setting yourself up to really get played because She's telling you, and I'm, I'm you know, oh, there's going to be that one person who loves Red Lobster and they might come for me, for my juggler. But listen, I'm an empress, okay? So I will be in my five-star restaurant, fine dining cuisine place, and I have no problem with you coming for my, my um juggler. I didn't send for you, so don't come for me, okay? But, I mean, when you start to understand 
um, when I was saying, you should be able to look at me and see by my appearance, how I carry myself, my skin, my nails, what I'm like, even what I order will tell you like what I'm paying attention to for my nutrition. So if you're going to somewhere like Red Lobster is low nutritional value, they, you know, there's that chance that it's not going to be cooked the best. It's very rushed, fast paced in and out. Uh, when And I'm not 100% saying that you should be just strictly going to, you know, um, five-star cuisine places. Some of the best places I've been to um, or the most fun places I've been to have been like going for to get some tacos, right? Sit down and there's this little place where they have like really good tacos. Like the meat is amazing. You know what I'm saying? But it's like you're paying attention to the quality. And at that point, it's kind of like, yeah, there probably was a risk. At some point, somebody was spontaneous. But it's like the meat there is good. They put the seasoning and clean place and friendly people, right? Um, But you don't even understand what you're dealing with. Um, yeah, I put here a, a girl... Think about it, Divine Masculines, because you can tell me if I'm wrong. But think about it. The type of girl that you is going to hustle you for a Red Lobster meal, if you can visualize in your mind how she looks and how she carries herself and the area she's going to be in and what she's going to be driving and how she talks, if you compare it to a girl that is probably going to expect fine dining from you, she's they're going to look completely different. They're going to smell different. They're going to talk different. They're going to move different. But but you, you're not really understanding it. So then the thing where the air hustling comes in, why I think it's important for Divine Masculines to understand this and why some of you end up getting big mad is because if a girl really wanted to, and I'm going to be going into this into the second podcast, um, but if she really wanted to, we already know that when you're asking that, you're probably looking for a build a barb, um, and a certain t- type of personality where she's going to have some level of submission. So you mean to tell me that you're that lazy that you're going to take this girl's word for it when she's sitting there right in front of you and, and, and so she's going to tell you, oh, well, I'm really looking, you know, like what I bring to the table is um, I have, you know, my enterprise. I'm running my business. I'm the supervisor at my job. I love to cook and clean. And uh, my credit score is X, Y, Z. And I drive this and that. Right. Um, and then when it comes time for you to go to the cash register and for her to really show up the way that you want, it's too late. She's probably, you know, and I'm not saying it's going to be the the case in all, same situation in all cases, but it's like, come to find out, doesn't like to work, doesn't have family values, um, not the most cleanliest person, doesn't care about nutrition, um, not empathetic. I talked about that in in the last podcast, doesn't really give a rat's butt about how you feel. And one of the things I mentioned why it's lazy is because once you become a boss, right, or you've been in any supervisory position and you've had to interview people, you start to understand the skill of interviewing someone. 
And so even though you have their resume, you know how to drill down and be um, emotionally intelligent to listen to what they're really saying. So when you ask somebody what their, how their day is going, you know, what they did for the day or what they did for the weekend or, or what their work week looks like, and they tell you that they wake up early, they go to the gym, they get a smoothie in the morning, um, they do meditation, they call their mom, um, you know, what they have for their meal, they talk about their coworkers and their boss, they're giving you everything. Like the formula is right there in front of you. You can, I, I gave you some little tips and pointers, but you can even tell a lot about the purse that she brings to the table. Is her nails done? Her hair done? Um, is she neat? Um, is the car washed? Does she, does she smell nice? Because then now she's going like on a whole other level. What is her temperament like? When, you know, and, and I'm not recommending you do this, but I am a Scorpio. If I was a masculine, I would do this. I've heard of guys who do this. But even if you check how she treats the, the waiter, I know sometimes a guy will say like, I want you to get the order wrong for her um, and see how she reacts to it. How does, how does she act when things go wrong or bad? Now you're on a whole different level, but you know what you're looking for right? Because what ends up happening is she can tell you everything you want to hear, but you don't have the the third eye or the knowledge or the understanding for what you even got yourself into the first place, Um, which is going to make number two, like I promise you, it's going to, it's going to make sense. Let me just see here. So it says, um, yeah, one of the last lines here I put, um, when it's time for you to cash, go to the cash register, you know, you're going to figure out if you have a counterfeit <laughs> when, when at the end of the day, when it's time to collect and pay for, you know, really call stuff in, you know, and I feel like the move and the, the look are different, right? So I'm going to break off here. I'm going to invite you to part two, Divine Masculines. I, I feel like I, I'm going to even, like I said, in one of my previous podcast descriptions, I'm like, this divine empress, I'm trying to add keys, money, um, titles, deeds to your to your name, and I feel like with that one, I'm I feel like I'm gonna bring it. <laughs> you can go ahead and let me know in the comments over there. So I'm gonna keep this one short, sweet, and to the point. I'll see you on the next one because I know that one's gonna be long, and I don't want to um, go more than the 30 minute segment that I can do. Also, all right. So I'll see you on the next one. Peace.